Hi everyone, welcome to the very last class of this particular mastermind class and it's been an amazing journey with you, working with you, praying with you, teaching you. Thank you so much for staying true to the head and I'm wrapping this up with like what is the next thing to do. I have attended this class, I have changed from within, I have grown, I have seen new things what is the next thing to do and that next thing to do is actually what determines whether whatever it is we have learned in this class makes sense and one of the things that you have to do which you might not want to agree is that you you have to go through the class again I, I know that repetition is actually what causes an inner change and that's why in the Bible you would have Paul repeat some things over and over again in his letters you will see him repeat some things over and over again you would have you would have him say oh again i say to you rejoice rejoice i say rejoice stand still and know that i am god in fact you will see in the old testament that some things were repeated over and over why because once as god spoken twice have we heard when god speaks once we have to take in what he has said and also take in again by meditation. So you hear first of all. But it doesn't that that first hearing you do would not enter into your subconscious mind. It will stay on the surface. But until you meditate on it and you become one with it, that is when you can really say that there has been a change that has occurred inside of you. Because we can it is easy for man to sleep away. It is easy for man to fall off the wagon. So one of the things you have to do is, you. I believe that you journaled when you were listening to the classes. But perhaps you didn't journal. You sent me an exercise, which was more of like a recap from what you learned. You could go through the mails that you sent to me, or you could go through your journal if you journaled. Then you could also go through the classes and pick the highlights, the things that 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 stood out for you but one of the things i've come to realize is that sometimes when we hear a message the first time one time we actually do not even hear like 80 percent of what should be heard because our perspective changes so i would say one of the key things you need to do is to go back to the classes and go listen to them you have access to it anytime any day you have access it's not going to be deleted it's going to be here so you can come back again and listen to it you can download offline and listen to it and play it as you as you're working play it as you as you're cooking play it as you're washing so that those truths can become you can become one it is that is the first thing the second thing is that for you to actually begin to see a manifestation of what the truth that God has revealed to you in this season, you have to create a consistent lifestyle. You have to create a consistent lifestyle. And before I go further into consistency, I will say that before there is consistency, there must have been a change from within. Um, you cannot change your life outwardly. That change would not last why because man is primarily a spirit being man is primarily a mind person you have a mind you're probably you're primarily a soul being so you have a mind you have it is your mind that changes before your life changes 
did you even see that when we gave our life to Christ, our spirit changed, right? Our spirit to be put on the spirit of God. But for there to be a manifestation of what happened in your spirit, your mind must change. So before that, you can live a consistent life as a woman of God, as a daughter of God, as someone who loves God, as, so, as, a, as a bride in, in the making, as a, a woman who is becoming a bride, who is becoming that the bride of Christ, or you're preparing yourself for your husband, you must change from inside out. That is the only way for you to consistently live every day. I'm, I'm saying two things at the same time, and that is change and consistency. So change is not a one-time thing. So for someone who has listened to this class now, you think that, oh, I am ready for marriage. Okay, where is the husband? I'm ready for marriage. And if the guy does not come in six months, you're like, oh, I just probably just wasted my time, you know, with that master class. It was a fluke. It did not work. It doesn't work that way. Our faith takes time to grow. Anything that will last takes time to be built. Relationship takes time to be built. Relationship with God takes time to be built. Trust in God takes time to be built. Seeing the manifestation of God's promises takes time in looking at those promises, in declaring them and becoming one with them. Who you had today took you at least 20 years to build you into who you are. Can you imagine how many years you have spent growing and having the wrong mentality before you reach to where you are? How many years do you think you would need to spend to you, for you to become who God wants you to become? But that is the beautiful thing about God. We don't, if it took me 20 years to learn the wrong things, it doesn't have to take me 20 years to unlearn it. Why? Because the, beauty, the beautiful thing is that we have the Spirit of God inside of us who is going to teach us all things. And as we yield to Him, which is a consistent thing, which is something that happens inside of us, as we yield to Him, as we look into the perfect mirror of liberty, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, as we build Him in a mirror, we are being changed from one level of glory to another. So for you to actually become the woman you know you need to be, for your life to transition from where, from where it is right now to where it's supposed to be, you need to continue to look into the mirror. You need to continue to change. You need to continue in the things that you have heard. You need to continue studying. You need to continue praying. You need to continue changing every day, every week. Every day, every week, every month, every quarter, you must appraise yourself and say, where am I? What are the new things I've learned? What have I unlearned? What have I shared? What am I growing in? Do you understand? So it is not, change is not a one-time thing. For instance, I am a parent. The last parenting class I attended where they were, I was taught on how to train my children, on how to be a better parent, cannot be the only class I need to attend. Every day, I must expose myself to the word of God. I must expose myself to the transforming power of God to make me a better parent. Do you see? So it's a constant thing. It's a daily thing. And this will take me to the, to the third thing, probably the last thing on this, on this, um, on how to see what next am I supposed to do? Do, do you know? Do you understand? And the last thing is that you must create a schedule. You have changed from within you've gone back to the classes you know that there's something happening 
you desire to be consistent, there must be a discipline that would follow. And that discipline involves your spirit, soul, and body. It is not only one aspect. So, there cannot be a day that you would not have a scheduled time where God knows that Peju is going to meet with me at this time during this day. And perhaps you fault, you default, maybe you sleep off or, or, or you were tired or you couldn't meet. You must make up on that time every day. 24 hours cannot pass you by and you have not spent quality time with God. See, it is a discipline that involves your spirit, soul and body. You cannot mindlessly be praying in tongues and be scrolling on social media and say you have done a devotion. It cannot work. You must create a time where you speak to God and God speaks back to you every day. It might not be a accumulation of three hours at the same time. You can break it. You can break it into pockets of, of time during the day and say, I'm waking up by 5 a.m. to do this. I'm going to take out time by midday to do this for a few minutes. I'm going to take time by 3. You know, uh, I don't know how many of us saw the post I put um, that God God laid on our hearts while we're praying. You know, these early morning prayers we are doing on the Father's women. And God was like, I need you to have pockets of prayers to pray during the day. Set alarm. And one of the admins actually sent me a message that the children of Israel observe three hour prayer every day three hours prayer and that is one of the things we see i don't know how many hours into about the muslims pray every day but i know that they pray at least seven prayers during the day you must have consistent times during the day when you say okay 5 a.m if i start studying my bible at 5 a.m i probably will sleep up so i'm i probably will sleep off so i'm going to wake up to pace around and pray by five i'm going to also study my bible by nine or i'm going to do you understand like you must have a schedule that involves your spirit soul and body total concentration you must have a schedule with god every day every day see coronavirus has made us to understand that whatever business whatever career whatever schooling whatever it is that we are placed that has that has made us so busy and made us made it impossible for us to consistently track god every day is temporary is useless life has no meaning right now we are all stalked in the house why because there is more to us than just going to work this is the time you you find out that okay what have i actually really been doing so without my job, without my classes, without going for my business, that means that I actually don't have anything. That means that I'm actually nothing. And that is the truth. So we must have a routine with God daily. Then another thing is that you must learn. In becoming a wife, you must identify the areas that you're lacking. Can you cook well? How much food can you cook? Are you a homemaker? Do you know how to set up a home? Do you know how to, how to, are you neat? Are you neat? How do you set up your room? How do you carry yourself? What is your hygiene like? Are you, are you a multitaxer? Do you know how to multitax? Do you know how to cook? And at the same time, you're praying. At the same time, you're cleaning up. Are you a wife material? 
these are things that we must pay attention to how are you with kids do you want to spend some time with a family and that have younger children and help them out do you want to do you want to do you, do you want to desire that god do you desire that god should lead you to a particular couple a young couple so that you can serve them a couple that loves God and they are godly. Maybe you've seen them in church and you see that they have something that you desire and you walk up to them and tell them, please, can you mentor me? I just want to come to your home maybe two times a week or twice in a month to just help out and observe. You must you must be willing to learn. That is what I'm saying. You must be willing to learn. You must realize that getting married isn't just about being in love with a guy. It involves a lot of domestic things, emotional intelligence, um, being being hospitable, being a giver, selfless. It involves a lot of things that involve your spirit, soul, and body. So it's not just about praying and studying the Bible and reading books and growing spiritually. That is one part. The other part is that you must be willing to build capacity. You must be willing to learn. You must be willing to see that there are better ways of doing things. Yes, you've had wrong models as parents. You have had wrong, or even if you had good models, but you must go for practicals. I remember before, before um, after I left school, before I went to law school, I realized that I, I was rusty on, you know, I actually didn't even know what it mean how to take care of children. Fine, I took care of my siblings. I'm the first out of five, but I realized that I didn't really know how to take care of kids. So one of the things I did was that I, I went to stay, you know, I went to stay with a couple and I, I, I they had children and I, I stayed with them. I saw how, in fact, I, that was the time I realized I didn't know how to, how to wear a diaper for a baby because as at when my sister was a baby, there wasn't, we didn't use diaper, then we used nappy, you see, so I spent time with them and the time I spent with this couple made me understand how a family runs, how to go to work, come back, come and cook, take care of the children, how to wake up early in the morning, in fact, I was just like, how are they pulling this off? Me, I love to sleep, like I loved my early morning sleep, it was always sweet how to sleep in the morning, like I didn't even know that you had to wake up early in the morning to cook to pack lunch box i was like what what kind of life is this but i i thank god because that period was almost a it wasn't almost a, it was a couple of months and it built me it gave me a perception that wow woman, you might think you are ready to marry them.